Good morning, it's Real Estate Daily, and wow, we've got a bundle of stuff going on today. I hope everybody's got a cup of coffee this morning, because I'll tell you, we're going to talk about one of the most difficult topics there is in real estate, because it's, it's kind of out of your control, but not completely out of your control. So let's sit back, get a sip of your coffee. Which I'm drinking my Black Rifle Coffee Company this morning coffee and loving it. So we're going to talk about buyer's remorse and the stress process and how you can look as the Cape Avenger and swoop in as the hero in this process. But I'll tell you, it's difficult. So I hope you're you're ready this morning with your coffee and you, you, you mentally you're on top because this is absolutely an advanced topic that I was going to do this for members only, but we're taking a deep dive into members only, by the way, and that's today. You become a member by hitting the subscribe button. We're going to take a deep dive into schools today and do schools matter. Oh my goodness sakes, you've got to jump in with this on the members only event for Do Schools Matter in Real Estate? We've got a lot to go over there. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, join us by hitting the subscribe button. It opens up all the members only events. And for those that are serious about growing your business, you've got to hit that subscribe button. And become a member so you that you have the members only events. Okay, remorse, buyer, buyer's remorse, and the stress process. Stress does not hit any of us in one day. It's often been talked about that probably no one event coming out of nowhere when you're feeling good is going to stress you out. Is going to truly psychologically put you over the top. It's just an unlikely thing to happen. Stress happens over a period of time. So managing the stress with your buyers and sellers, managing their stress with buyers and sellers is critical to start early before you can even begin recognizing any of the signs, you've got to know that it's there. It's there because we know what we know one thing, you guys. We know something. What we know is that buying and selling a home is one of the top five stressors in anyone's life. It's huge. It's huge for lots of conditions. I mean, just hundreds of conditions. Uh, how about the moving process? Nobody wants to have to pack up, go somewhere else, unpack, reestablish. You don't really know where your home environment is anymore. You have to reestablish your bills. There's all that stuff going on. Much less if you have kids and the schools and, and trying to keep them calm. There's all of that stuff going on. So managing this becomes wildly difficult, but you've got to start early if you want to stay away, keep your client away from big time stress and 
eventually buyer's remorse. So let's get into it. Stress starts with the unknown. The unknown are the, all the factors out there that you can be that superhero swooping in and sh and revealing the unknown. All those unknown factors make lists of these unknown factors. Even if you think it is the most mundane thing, let me tell you something, getting it down in print and showing it to somebody and going over and spending some time that these are the things that are going to happen either in the buying or selling process. A lot of times a seller is also a buyer. So they're being hit by both ends. They're selling the family home. They're buying something else. They might be getting stress from kids that grew up in the family home. This hits people hard. Why? Okay. Let me jump over to the question of why do we want to manage, help manage this stress? Because your look, the answer is simple, but getting there is complex because you want to maintain a long-term client in your closely held sphere that you will get business from over and over and over again. Of course, there's the number one thing of you want to help people. I know. I, I get that. And that's why we're in this business, by the way. If you're not in the business to help people, you're in the wrong business. Because the number one thing you have to want to do in real estate is help people. We are in the people helping business. We are in the servant leadership business where we study something. We get to know something. We understand the markets. We understand the financial markets. We understand the housing in that area. And then we help our client with our knowledge base and help them come to correct decisions. So stress comes from the unknown. You can begin to reveal the unknown by making lists. Even of, as I said, even of the most mundane things that's going to happen. Like, where do you get boxes? I, I, <laughs> I Growing up, I moved a lot. Dad was a minister, and we would go from church to church as he would help grow di different uh, church works out there. And we would go around, and we we only stayed an average of three and a half years. That's an average in any one spot. It, the longest I stayed somewhere until I was about forty years old, forty-two years old, was in the Tri-Cities where I was from zero to five. So, you know, but I wasn't born there. Actually, I shouldn't say zero because I was born in Everett, Washington, right away moving over to the Tri-Cities. <laughs> so moved a lot. And in the moving process, dad would say, okay, it's time to get boxes. And we would go to the stores you know, the grocery stores, the department stores, and we, we would gather up boxes. That's not done now. And the whole process, you know, you buy boxes now or you go to a moving company. It's a completely different 
process. Back then, we would actually go gather up boxes. You would take his pickup and go gather up a variety of boxes. We would always be short of boxes. We were always gathering because the next move was always coming. So, and I continued that, unfortunately, until I was about 42 when I moved into a long-term home where I'm at now, out here in the Corbett, Oregon area. And I'm thankful for that. Been here a long time. It just, my wife and I said that we were going to settle down and put in some deep roots and stop the, the moving stress problem. So, as I, going back to the most mundane things, where do you get boxes? People get stressed on all kinds of things. You can help them by getting them boxes. Seller or buyer, doesn't matter. Both of them are moving. They're both moving. You can swoop in as the superhero and actually supply things like boxes, tape, packing supplies, cushions, things that simply they don't have on a day-to-day -day basis, but they're suddenly going to need them a whole bunch. You can also swoop in after the fact and offer to take this stuff away. Now, any one of these things is not a huge stress reliever. Of course not. It's a whole package of things. So starting off with lists of the unknown. When are they going to move? Plant backing up that date by quite a ways, you know, at least 30 days. So they can start planning the process. There's things that can be packed way in advance. Maybe it's summertime, they're moving in summertime, and all of their winter clothes could be packed. So there's things that could happen. So remind them of, of things like this, that there's things they can start doing without having to go into the frenzy of buying the home, inspections, signing all the paperwork, which we'll get to in, in, in a little bit. And then all the packing and the actual moving. This is why it becomes the most stressful event. One of the top five stressful events. There is, you know, the, the it's the death by the thousand cuts. There's no one big cut that's killing you. It's the thousand cuts that's everywhere and everybody wanting a piece of your time. And now you're in a brand new home, new environment. You don't know anybody there. You don't know your neighbors. There's all the unexpected things. And you have the neighbors coming over to say, who are you? So let's back it up a little bit and take it apart slowly. So you're going to make that list. You're going to make it into a timetable of events that the, they can actually see and begin to plan. This will begin to manage what's going on. Also, as part of the planning, you want to start planning how they're going to get to know the new environment if they're a buyer and you know where they're going. This will help lower the stress because when people are leaving something, they're leaving the known for the unknown. They don't know what events are going on over there at this new unknown area. They're excited about the home and you have helped them focus on the home.
by doing inspections and the everything else. But you also need to begin to plan the environment, which will lower their stress and ultimately lower buyer's remorse by explaining what is to be expected. Now, buying a home is not like buying a car. I've heard people say this before. Sorry, they're wrong. Buying a home is not like buying a car. Buying a car is a skill set all its own. I absolutely have respect for the, for the process. But, it, but buying a home is not like buying a car. These are just different things. When you buy a car, you have the typical roll off the, the lot market hit that you're going to the car is going to be worth less than it was on the dealer floor. There's good reason for that. You're buying a product that is personality. It's not realty. The home, when they buy it at uh, just say the $400,000 home, isn't going to instantly lose value. But this can be an assumption under buyer's remorse. Oh my goodness, we bought something and now the home isn't going to be worth as much. But that you can unravel that by helping them understand that what they're buying the home for, it's still that's the value of the home. You can help them unravel if they can afford it by showing there have been many people helping them through the financial picture and banks are not going to sell them a home that they cannot currently afford. And in often cases, now in a seller's market, they may have been paying more on a month to month with rent than they are in the home. Not, now, that's not always. You'd have to take a look at that and, and see what's going on. But if that's true, line that up to help reduce their stress in this process. You know, it's the getting established. This is why people don't want to move. They get established in an area. They it, The home may not be working for them as far as location anymore or for other reasons but they still don't want to move because they're established there. Pardon me while I sip my coffee this morning. Yeah, I hope that you're enjoying this this morning. I know this is a difficult topic. It's a difficult one to take on with limited time because managing buyer's remorse and, and seller stress, and of course, the, the whole stress package, whether it's buyer's remorse or seller's stress, is extraordinarily difficult. You can do this because of your love of real estate. I absolutely know you can do this. This is why people gain clients for a lifetime because they are able to do this. They refer you out to their friends because they'll say, you will hardly believe how easy this person makes the buying or selling of your home. That word gets around. It absolutely becomes part of the conversation. You know, they say negative news travels faster than positive news. That is always true. Negative news travels faster than positive. But positive news, as it gets out, 
is remembered. Positive news is absolutely impactful because when people turn to someone that they want to trust the biggest asset or purchase of their lifetime with, they're trying to remember who has told me of somebody. Who can I turn to for this? So planning is a big one. Planning of the unknown events. Planning of all of the stuff and even the smallest amount of detail. Put it down. Even if it's in subcategories, put it down. And then give them an opportunity. With all of our digital age now, this is so easy with Google Docs. You know, you know I am a true lover of Google Docs because you can share. And I know there's lots of other platforms you can share on as well, in, including uh, Microsoft Word has a sharing uh, portal now. The... Um, uh, the, the, the Mac product also has a sharing portal. So many of them have the ability to share actively where everybody can be logged in at the same time and write on the same document. Share a document of expectations. Don't call it stress. Of expectations to come with them. And allow, you, you start the list. Get it going and ask them to interact in this process with you. Remember the unknown part where stress comes from the unknown largely because people don't know what's happening and they feel like their life is now out of control and you have to be careful that they are not pointing the finger at you and saying, you're the cause, you're the cause of my unknown. You're the cause of me being out of control. You don't want that. What you want them to point at you for is, wow, I understand. You're the you're the cause of me knowing something. You want to be the portal of knowledge and safety. You want to be that safe safe harbor they turn to when they need knowledge. So start a list. Invite them to interact with you on the expected planning list. Now you go in there and put in the big stuff and put in some dates. You can make it like a calendar, but this is more of a list, not just the calendar of events to close the house. Now, the other list I want to talk to you about, I said about the signing, because people get stressed about signing. When is it coming? How come I haven't heard from them yet? Well, for what most people don't realize is there is an absolute process to the signing order of what's happening. You can invite them to a calendar. We use Google Calendar, but whatever calendar you use, most of them you can invite people to make a special calendar for them and invite them over to the calendar so they can see the signing events coming up on the calendar. If electronic calendars do not work for them, like for my mom, she's in her uh, upper 80s. Electronic calendars would never work for my mom. But what would work is putting them down on a written piece of paper, typed out piece of paper, nice large font, and put down the date of when these things are to be expected. And you're not trying to get it where they're not calling you. That, that, is, that is not the point. 
you're not trying to get it where they're not calling you. You're trying to get it where they have a list in front of them that's lowering their stress and making things expected. When you move into something and things are more expected to be what they are, we have now effectively lowered what will become buyer's remorse because the remorse comes from huge expectations and then the move-in reality of things are different. Often that is a mental check that things are different. They're not actually different. They're different than what they thought, but you can begin to hedge that by giving them these lists, going over with them the expectations of what is to come, including all of the contractual pieces to sign. So they're not all of a sudden confronted with a high stress moment of, wow, we're signing tomorrow on this home. We didn't know that this, because the signing events are, can be stressful for people. Come on. Anybody who's been in this business more, more than a, a month knows Signing events can be rejoiceful, but rapidly stressful because you're signing your name down on legal documents. And about, you know, about the time you sign for the 15th, 20th time, you begin to realize this is a serious commitment. They are wanting me to know something here. Uh, is there something I'm missing? But you can pre-go over all these elements with the buyer and seller so easily. You can talk to them about each contractual event, each contractual component that they'll be signing for. Absolutely important. All right. Next, examples. Examples can lower stress. Your examples need to be real. Even if you borrow the example from somebody else in your office, it's a deal that you know of. But examples of somebody else moving into the neighborhood, particularly that neighborhood. And But if you have to expand, expand it. But keep it as close as possible. But if you have examples of people who have moved in that neighborhood and now it's been maybe a year and you can show that their home has went up in value. This will show your connection to the neighborhood. It will show your connection to valuable knowledge. And this also will lower the buyer's remorse that they're buying something like a car that's going to go down in value. And they, now they can see that the area does grow. It's not just nebulous that, oh, would it ever grow for me? It does grow. It actually happens. But managing this is difficult. Using examples. So you can turn to 123 Main Street and say, 123 Main Street is only four homes away from you. We sold this home to, you know, the, the Smiths 15 months ago, and their home was already worth 6% more today. 
and you can show the numbers because it's public numbers, by the way. You're not you confidences in real estate continue a lifetime. You can't, you know, show the the financial condition of, of what you did back there with them, but you can certainly show the publicly known numbers and you can show growth. That's powerful. That's incredibly powerful and positive to lower people's stress so they're having a good time and a good memory with you. All right. Finally, huge stress reliever for people. You can get them in touch with neighborhood events. They don't know this neighborhood. They knew where they came from. The quicker you can associate them with neighborhood events, the stronger they're going to have an attachment to the area. Even before you close the deal, I challenge you to do this. Even before you close the deal, find a local neighborhood event and get them invited over to it. You know, if the welcome wagon exists in your area still, and the welcome wagon is still around, where they go around and they give a package and they, they welcome people to the neighborhood. If that is still a strong component in the neighborhood where you're at, you need to get them associated as the newbie coming in the neighborhood with the welcome wagon. Because the wonderful thing the welcome wagon did is they would do this process I'm talking about with events. They would come in and give them, of course, an initial present, for, you know, a homewarming present. But they would also welcome them to the neighborhood by showing them the events going on in that neighborhood so that they can be involved personally. This connects people to the new neighborhood. And it distracts them from the stress of the buying process, the selling process that they just went, maybe it went through. Now they're buying a new home. It distracts them and gets them refocused back on the reality of life in that neighborhood. And that's what you're trying to do is refocus them. But it's a whole process. That's why it's so difficult. This isn't a, I, I pulled one trigger and it happened. It's a whole process to, to redirecting somebody on stress and keeping that stress low. So what does the stress do for you at the end of the day? The stress will keep you a client. The stress will lower your stress because you're not having to manage somebody that is freaking out in the middle of the process and wanting to dump the deal. You know, those of us who have been in the business any amount of time have had a client that we couldn't lower the stress on. And they are simply going bonkers. And you can see buyer's remorse coming up because they cannot accept the pieces that, that are hitting them so heavily but you can manage that early on. It takes early intervention with you as the professional lining these things up. And the sooner you can line them up in that neighborhood, once you have a signed contract, 
to events of that neighborhood, the better you are going to be by a thousand miles. I promise you this will help put a client back in your pocket over and over and over again. And that's exactly what we're doing here at Real Estate Daily is building your business. Okay. It is Real Estate Daily. I am your real estate guru, and we are here to build your business on a daily basis with, with, with coaching and, and news and events of the day. So we have products for you. We have coaching products. We have a builder product called Kickstarter. Would love to get you into that. Please take a moment and smash the like button. Please take a moment and hit that button to subscribe to open up the members-only events for you. Next, in a few minutes, is our weekly members-only event. To open up that, you have to hit the subscribe button, and we'll be taking a deep dive into our schools relevant in real estate today. Okay, talk to you soon.